Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you on a Monday. A lot of uh, stuff happened over the weekend in terms of Husker athletics, but specifically with, with women's basketball. Uh, they, they come off of a win 93-70 to 70 over Minnesota. Not, not, I mean, definitely nothing to sneeze at. Me and Rico kind of talked about at the beginning of the show uh, Minnesota, I mean, 12 and 15 coming in now, obviously 12 and 16 after the loss at Nebraska yesterday. But with everything going on off the floor, it was pretty uh, good to see how they kind of responded there. We bring in Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. He covers women's basketball and baseball for, for Hale Varsity. Steve, before we get to women's basketball, I have an important question for you. Um, do you like cream cheese pizza better than normal pizza? Oh, man, yeah. Uh, excellent question, first of all. Um, uh, second of all, honestly, I don't I don't think I've ever uh, tried that. So oh, wow. That's kind of one thing on my bucket list that I need to check off, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're getting um, – I will count that as a victory for me. Yeah, we're, we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting recommendations. You have to go to the Isles or Ramos pizza for, for cream cheese pizza there. So, um, Or, better idea, don't. Just normal pizza. Yeah. All right, let's let's go ahead and dive right into to kind of what the big story of the weekend. Obviously, been a kind of a crazy seventy two hours around women's basketball, the program. But I mean, what were your takeaways from yesterday's win over Minnesota? You know, despite everything else going on. Yeah, Nick, you're right. There was a lot of stuff going on on that Saturday, and then it just kind of made you wonder how the how the team was going to come out and react against um, kind of a, a beatable opponent. Nothing. Nothing to shake your head at with Minnesota. They played they played Nebraska tough earlier in the season, but uh, yeah, it was just kind of something that made you wonder how the team, how the how the ladies were going to come out and play. And and boy, they did not look distracted at all. Um, missing Ashley Scoggin and um, Chuck Love on the bench. Yeah, it was just it was good to see that you know with all that noise outside of the program that they came out and did what they needed to do and and beat, beat an opponent that they should have beaten, frankly. So. Um, and to do it by as much as they did over 20 points, but it was really good to see, and it makes you makes you think how that how they're going to finish the rest of the season against Wisconsin, and then later on um, on Sunday against Northwestern. So, um, but yeah, they got that win. They needed to get that win like they did, and and we'll see what they can do with these uh, last two regular season games. Okay, so are we still being surprised? Continue to be surprised when we see performances from players like Allison Widener and, and Alexis Markowski. I mean, Markowski gets co-player of the week again, or co-freshman of the week, excuse me, again, and Allison Widener gets a new career high. Is that just something we're used to now because they've been doing it all season long? Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I, I think Alexis Markowski, what she has shown in her first year, I mean, she was already kind of established. Like, I went into the game yesterday thinking, like, okay, she's going to have a really good game. She's going to, you know, get the post touches that she deserves. She's going to put in the put in the buckets and kind of own the paint like she usually does. So that's really no no surprise to see her gain her seventh uh, freshman, freshman of the week award from the conference. But with Allison Widener, with all the minutes that she's going to be getting now, she just, um, you know, started for her, 
third time in her young career, and she's even going to be playing more minutes now with Scoggin out. So it's going to be really interesting to see how she continues to develop because, I mean, yesterday against um, Minnesota looked really good on her part. She's, you know, I, I've tweeted about this and written about this um, all over the place. She looks really, really hard to stay in front of when she wants to get to the paint and, mm-hmm. you know, paired up with another guard that does something similar like that with Sam Ivey. I mean, it's it's just a really, really tough and physical one-two punch um, at the at the guard position for Amy Williams' crew. And, yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't really expecting um, Allison to look like she does this yeah. year, and I don't know how many people were coming from Humphrey St. Francis, just a really small school up in uh, north northeast Nebraska. But, you know, she's really impressed right now in that uh, three-point shot that she was kind of working on earlier in the season. I mean, it looked pretty good uh, yesterday going through for three. So, um, yeah, her, her development is going to be really key and really important moving forward for that program. We're speaking to Steve Mark of Hill Varsity here on the Happy Hour. With, I mean, a big topic of conversation that we've had on our show quite a bit this season is just how deep this team is. And it helps having, you know, those freshmen step up like Allison or, or like Alexis. But with, you know, Ashley Scoggin no longer part of the roster – how how much does that hinder Nebraska kind of in their expectation or or what this team is able to do? Or, I mean, have they shown enough ability with their bench players, even a Whitney Brown, for example, um, who was kind of the walk-on of last year, really extreme role player. Michael Caton came out, hit a couple big threes yesterday. I mean, have they shown enough to where Nebraska fans shouldn't be, you know, discouraged about what this team can do come postseason play? Well, I mean, this – okay, so the last – the, the loss of Ashley Scoggin really hurts from just a perimeter shooting point mm-hmm. of view, in my opinion. She, she was a really good um, three-point shooter. She was shooting 40% um, against conference uh, defenses, and that's really good because if you look at the other two guards, Jazz Shelley and, and Sam Hybe, Jazz had a really hot start um, behind the arc um, in the season, but recently she's been around 27%, and Sam Hybe um, hasn't been shooting the three ball uh, like she wants to. I think she's at 25% um, against conference defenses. So, um, on, on paper, they lose a really good three-point shooter, and that's going to hurt, you know, depending, because I know they have goals of, you know, a, having a deep run in the conference um, tournament and then um, seeing what they can do in the NCAA tournament. Um, and that's really going to be missed, that three-point shooting from Scoggin. But, you know, I, I, I think it's just kind of remains to be seen how, they, how they're going to do that and how well um, Allison, now that she's going to be starting, is, and how, how well her perimeter shooting is going to translate to – kind of a, a full-time starting role that she's going to be finding herself in now. Um, but, yeah, right behind her, you know, Whitney Brown is going to start getting some minutes, the Grand Island Northwest product. And then, like you guys said, Nicole Caton is going to come off the bench too and, and hopefully provide some strong minutes for, for Amy. But, yeah, I, you know, losing losing Scoggin and that uh, three-point shooting is going to hurt, and I think it, you just got to um, see, how, see how the team responds with these last two games and see what else they can do and, and see if um, Allison's three-point – um, shooter, shooting can stay can stay as inconsistent um, as it was yesterday. Hey Steve, this is Rico, and, and like you said, uh, Jazz Shelley started the season hot from three. But has the emergence of Alexis Markowski really kind of not not forced her to take a backseat, but allowed her to take a backseat scoring wise, and allowed her to focus uh, more of her time on on passing the rock around and and grabbing rebounds, which she's fantastic at. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a that's a great point. Rico is just. The, everything else that Jazz does, I mean, sure, she. I mean, if you ask her, she wants to be scoring more more than she has lately, and she wants to be contributing from that, from scoring behind the three point arc more than she has. But you're right; I think she's averaging around five 
five assists per game. She's the, the team, one of the team's top rebounders that as a five nine guard. I mean, she just does everything that a, that a head coach wants in a in a player. She's you know she's dirty, she's grimy, she doesn't she goes down and gets dirty uh, doing doing the little things that uh, you know some players don't always do, and that's great to see. Um, from her and and boy when she gets the ball in those fast breaks I mean she is finding the open shooters it's really fun to watch Jess Shell with the ball in her hands on a fast break Um, but yeah I mean it's it it has allowed with with Jazz I I think it has allowed other other post players to really um, come out of their shell and flourish a little bit and Alexis Markowski is like that and even Izzy Bourne lately I think Izzy is she has taken, she has gotten and taken a lot of open three-point shots, and a lot of that has become has come off the pick and roll action with uh, a Jazz. Um, just you know, where she comes off a, a pick from Izzy, heads to the basket, and then just you know, nope, nobody's guarding Izzy right behind her at that top of the arc three-pointer, and she drains it. I think she has uh, five straight games now with at least one made uh, three-pointer. So. So Izzy is starting to turn it on offensively, which is really good to see because I think she kind of hit a little bit of a lull there at the beginning of conference play that she's um, back to double-digit scoring where, where um, you know, she she did all of last year. So that's good. We're talking to Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Uh, one more kind of player that we haven't seen a whole lot from, and I, I'm – guessing that you have more understanding of why is is Kendall Coley um, top recruit coming out of Minnesota last year was able to find some time the back half of last season why why haven't we seen much of Kendall Coley is it because the emergence of a player like Alexis Markowski or or what's kind of the situation there with with uh, Kendall yeah that's that's a good point because I know Kendall was really highly highly rated coming coming out of high school and um, it's it's something where I think her offensive game is kind of coming along, but she's really good defensively. Yeah. I mean, she is long. She's athletic. She can really be a pest on defense. Um, but the offensive game, I think, is something that's still developing with her. And, and I know um, Amy Williams had talked about um, Kendall, Kendall is making a transition from, from her position, and you know she might be behind some, some players right now. But what, what, what Amy Williams, the lineup she has right now with the post, that she's rolling out there, how diverse they are with like being able to stretch the defense with three point shooting and then yeah. doing work inside. You know, she has some really solid ones, obviously with Alexis Markowski, Izzy Bourne, and throwing uh, Bella Cravens, who I, who I really love. I think Bella brings a, a certain edge to the team and, and kind of grittiness, and that's really what you need. And then Annika Stewart's a six foot three knockdown shooter when she comes in too, when she's uh, fully healthy. Um, so you just have a lot of. Uh, maybe maybe posts in front of, of Kendall Coley that that are more ready to contribute offensively than, than Kendall is. But you know, give her give her. She's a really talented uh, prospect. She's a really talented young player. Give her give her time, and I think she's going to find her niche with this with the new lineup here. Okay, we'll go ahead and uh, transition to to Husker baseball. A couple questions here before we we let you go. We're talking to Steve Mark of Hale Varsity here on the Happy Hour and Husker baseball. They struggle out of the gate. They go one and three this weekend against Sam Houston. I mean, it's too soon to panic, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. The great thing about uh, baseball is like like what is it like fifty six games? Yeah, uh, regular season. I mean, there's a lot 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 of baseball uh, left to be played here. But yeah, you're right. It is kind of a disappointing um, start. Uh, for the for the series with the with with this season, I know a lot of people are looking at the baseball team. They're wanting some sort of you know success from a men's program, and and going yeah. one and three in, at Sam Houston isn't how a lot of people wanted it to start. But 
you know, it's a long season. I'm not worried at all. Um, I, I think um, Bolt would probably say the same. But, yeah, 56-game regular season schedule, they have plenty of time, I think. Uh, Steve, um, any update on Jake Buns? Uh, no. From last I heard just from the radio broadcast from the, uh, from the call, he just, you know, left left with some discomfort in his elbow from the mound and, and nothing really nothing really um, new as, a, as of uh, late that I have heard. All right, Steve, last one before we let you go. I mean, talk about the schedule that Husker baseball has in the non-conference. I mean, the, we see the three losses against Sam Houston, and Sam Houston's not like a program to, to scoff at. And now they have TCU, and Long Beach State's coming to Lincoln here in a couple weeks um, who just knocked off uh, Mississippi State a couple times. Like, talk about the schedule and the opportunity Nebraska has in front of them to gain some sort of national respect. Yeah, absolutely, and you're, I'm glad you brought up Sam Houston uh, being a respectable program because it is. I mean, they're a really good program down there in Texas, just routinely winning seasons down there every single season. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to stop at over there with the Bearcats. But, yeah, you're right. TCU coming to town, they're going to be a top 25 uh, top twenty five program. I think they're rated number 17-ish by uh, D1 Baseball and even, even a higher number 14 by College Baseball. Um, so, yeah, it's just – they're going to have a lot of opportunities, won't they, to to kind of build a resume, get get some wins against high RPI teams, and you know after the TCU, you have Northwestern State, UT Arlington, mm-hmm. I mean Kansas State, and then there's that big bad uh, Long Beach State series uh, to open up to open up the home slate in Lincoln, and those guys are going to be maybe even top ten uh, when they come to Lincoln. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities to build a great resume, and I think it's early enough in the season that you know. You know, there's time to fix some things and and figure some things out for for uh, Will Bolton and his crew. All right, Steve, I, we just got this off the text line here um, on our our Sarger Heyman text line. So before we let you go, I'm curious uh, with the whole situation with Chuck and, and Ashley and all that. Like, we don't even know for sure that they're connected, right? Amy Williams declined to comment on that yesterday. Um, when do we think we'll, we'll know more information in your best guess? Because I know like even, even all of us, we, we have no idea. Right. So, uh, I mean, like in your best guess, when will we know more information? Do you think they'll wait towards the end of the season? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, if, yeah, if it were me, I, I think that, you know, they're going to wait till everything is done and, mm-hmm. and made official and, and all the, all the, you know, pieces are, are there right in front of everybody, uh, just to, just so everybody's stories are straight and what they want to say and, and whenever it becomes official. Honestly, I, you know, I, I would, I would be shocked if, if something maybe um, came out this week, I guess, but that's just me. And, you know, it's, there's just a lot of uh, unknowns right now and, yeah. and nothing official. So it's kind of hard to say um, to speak on it anymore, but yeah, it's just a interesting time around the women's basketball program, especially, you know, kind of unwanted attention during a really good season. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I didn't want to bounce back and forth there between women's basketball and baseball. What uh, somebody wanted to answer or ask that question. So I wanted to make sure we, we touch on that really quickly. All right, Steve, appreciate the time. Uh, as always, we'll, we'll talk to you down the road and, and good stuff. Thanks, man. All right. Well, thank you, Nick. That is Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Appreciate him taking the time, as always. Um, good stuff there on the on-court stuff with Husker women's basketball and baseball. I think um, just because stuff off the court might be overshadowing it for the moment, mm-hmm. I think it's important to, to make sure we note how well they played on the court despite everything. I should have asked him. I was going to ask him if there's any way that Alexis Markowski doesn't win freshman of the year. I, I think the – I seriously think the whole thought is – 
you have to give it to her. It, they were talking about uh, one of the whatever Maryland's freshman who she's averaging like eight points and five rebounds and like two steals a game. And yeah. I was like, that's not no. What? Why? No way. No way. Uh, I, I also do. They have a Big Ten newcomer of the year. Mm, maybe if they do, it's got to be Jazz. Mm, Ohio State. That's right. She transferred she, from, from Oregon as well. Yes, that's right. Okay, Rico, you're right. Unfortunately, I was gonna say Jazz as well, but yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I forgot. She's, she's, I forgot about her at Ohio. She's State. taking a step back. Um, she is, and she's willing to. Yeah, at, but she's doing great in taking a step back. Yeah, no, it's it's all good stuff. All right, call now, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarah Heyman text line. But call now, $15 to the Upside Bar and Lounge is next. Here's the question for Nick Trivia. In 2014, this pitcher pitched in both the College World Series for TCU and in the MLB postseason for the Kansas City Royals. Who is it? Call in 402-464-5685 to win $15 to the Upside Bar and Lounge with Nick's Trivia. We'll do that next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.